always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Oh, it's time, it's time, it's time. It's about time. Mama, it's time. <laughs> it's time to reopen some parks. Right? Is that a Princess and the Frog reference right there? Uh, it's not. It was a oh. really badly um, butchered, well, it's not badly butchered, but it was a quote from Steel Magnolias. When oh, she's okay. getting married and her dad's gone deaf from shooting firecrackers at birds. Mm-hmm. And she's standing outside. She's like, Daddy, it's time. It's oh, okay. time. That's not Tiana then. It's not Tiana. I see. It's. Uh, Julia, whatever her name was. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Roberts, thank you. That's who we're talking about today. Uh, but we're not talking about Julia oh, Roberts. We're, not talking about, we're not talking about Steel Magnolias. We're talking about Disney uh, doing phase one of reopenings. How do you like that? It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, mostly because uh, we have opening uh, in Shanghai and we have opening at Disney Springs in Florida. Uh, on the 20th? On the twentieth, yeah. So, uh, I, I for one, was surprised to hear that a Disney park was reopening anywhere, anywhere. Okay, yeah. Uh, it it seems as much as I love Disney, it seems like something that would be in the later stages of opening as far as things went. Um, but apparently, they've decided to open these specific places with some rules, obviously. Some, yeah, lots. Lots of lots rules. Of, and I know that, like, um, South Korea has done really, really well with their, you know, keeping levels down. Sure. And um, they're pretty good about adapting quickly when needed um, over in Asian cultures, it feels like, right? Mm-hmm. They're always wearing masks and things. Right. I've seen a lot of Asian people that just wear masks even to the American parks. Like yeah. They're, oh, yeah, we have, have seen that. You things. were right. Yeah. We have seen that. Um, I think South Korea is obviously a lot smaller than the United States, so it is a little bit easier to... Maintain some form of control. I feel like there's so many places in America that you can just kind of do whatever you want because no one knows what yeah. you're doing. Um, so uh, all that is just to say that we have parks reopening, which is uh, a, a pretty Good big sign. sign that things are changing. Hope mm-hmm. question mark. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, let's hope we've turned a corner and that we're getting uh, on the up and up here. But, um, yeah, Shanghai Disney reopened today, the day that we're recording, which is May right. 11th. Yeah. Uh, and uh, their tickets that they released for today's opening sold out within minutes. And they did have to be pre-reserved, basically. You right. You get, like, a reservation to get the ticket. This is one of their new uh, new rules. 
mm-hmm. to help maintain some control because they are running the park at 30% capacity, mm-hmm. uh, which means instead of the normal 80,000 people that they could usually let in, they're dropped down to 24,000 people that they're allowing in. Sounds magical. Right. Um, and so in order to maintain that and not have people unnecessarily come to the park yeah. and try to get in, you they are buying tickets for a specific date now. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And I think I I think we discussed this a few weeks back when we thought about what it would take for them to reopen. And this is something that we brought up is that it's quite possible that they will require you to officially pick the days that you're going to be in the parks. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to do, thank goodness, with the new apps right. that we have in the United States anyway, that right. you could pick the days ahead of time. You've been able to book fast passes online through 30 to 60 days in advance at right. Walt Disney World. So, you know, they're they, thank goodness they have the technology is somewhat there. Right. I, I mean, but I think it's going to become um, very competitive. Oh, yeah. Trying to get into parks. Oh, they're going to scalp them online. So I'm on Craigslist. I don't think you're allowed to do that. No, you but, can't. Um, yeah, I think it's going to become very competitive trying to get into parks if they have a greatly lessened number of availability slots for people to be able to enter the parks. Uh-huh. People are crazy. At Disney fans, we are crazy people. We will get to the park at 3 o'clock in the morning to stand in line to be let in to try to get yeah. passes for Rise of the Resistance. It's true. And, you know, that's, that's the craziness of a Disney fan. So I assume that trying to get just tickets to the park now may end up being fairly crazy. And they even had a reservation time of the time that you're allowed into the park. So you had a very, you had a, almost like a booking time period. Oh, so okay. it said that you had arrived during a certain time period to get into the park so that there wasn't a huge um, line outside because the- they're making them go through um, or they're, you know, putting things into place that you are doing your temperature track in the parking lot and then you get closer to the gate and they check you again and then right. they, you know check you again and again and again which is great they give you a mask well and that's that's yeah part of their um whole setup uh beyond just checking people for temperatures and here's the the truth of the matter if you already have a temperature and you're still trying to go to disney there's something right. wrong with you you need to calm down Stay home. I am somewhat curious if we ever get one of these temperature checking guns, you know, uh-huh. we should take one ourselves to the park and just check my temperature because I feel like I get overheated. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't just, know if they're going to take that into account. I heard that their max temperature was a little high, like higher than normal body rate. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. know that especially like in Florida, like people in get really, 7. really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there is I think there's some leeway for that. Do you think that um, because I'm so translucent, I reflect a lot of like heat, white heat off of me? You know what I mean? I know. Are you trying to tell me that you're so white that you're translucent? I don't understand what it is, but I notice that redheads sweat a lot more than like, maybe I just noticed. I think you just sweat a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I've even seen like other people and I'm just like, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't speak to your physiological makeup as far as If there's any doctors out there that know about this. Any doctors in the house? Uh... I'm sure you're more busy than to worry about right. our sweating habits. Uh, but beyond just checking temperatures multiple times, um, <laughs> they say they require masks at all times uh, on guests and employees while in the park. That is the rule. Uh, I saw plenty of people on Instagram today shooting video from Shanghai 
who were very obviously not wearing masks and had not been wearing masks. Is that something? Which I I think is silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're going to go to the parks right now, I think you should be at least respectful enough of everybody else to wear the mask if they're asked to. Yeah, especially because Disney put out some really cool ones. That, that too, right? Yeah, like you should could totally get up these. What were they? You saw them, right? They have like uh, they had ones that had like the poison apple on them. They have ones that look like uh, Ursula's mouth. I've seen. Um, yeah, they they're funny. They have funny ones. Um, if you're gonna have to wear a mask, you might as well wear. Because you know cool Disney's one, right? gonna. I tell you, everything they do, they just do so well. Yeah, uh, it's very well researched. Um. So beyond all of the temperature checks and all that kind of stuff, they also have required social distancing markers on the ground, uh, both in the entry line and in general uh, queue lines and on attractions. So uh, when you walk into, let's say, a a theater to watch a show, Mm. they have areas that are specifically marked as you are not allowed to sit here Mm. and you have to occupy one of the available spaces to keep everybody so funny it's like the complete opposite is before before it was all scoot in right if you could hear my voice then talking to you there's a whole call to action before every show where they're like (laughs) if everyone can hear me stand up and take one big step inward you know yeah and i remember uh on some attraction they'd be like get in real close you're at a you're at a theme park Part of the experience is being uncomfortably close to sweaty strangers. Yeah. <laughs> and for a while, that was part of the experience. And now we're seeing that uh, it's not uh, responsible to do so at this time. Not currently. They want so, you to stay further apart, and I'm all for it. I was going to say that. I would be, I, I love the fact that there's now space between you and the party in front of you. Right. Because yeah, people get uncomfortably close. That was one of my pet peeves, actually, for a long time, is people that stand far too close mm-hmm. when you're standing in line, and you're like, look, I, I I'm not moving up any further because there are people in front of me, and you standing that close only gets you that many inches closer to the end yeah. of the line. You know, calm down. So... Um, I, I personally have practiced social distancing for years, right. mostly because I don't like crowds yeah. and I don't want you up in my business. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, yeah, that, that part doesn't bother me except now it's official. They've given official markings as to where you are and aren't allowed to stand. Um, and then they, they also say that they have continuous cleaning going on throughout the day more so than the Mm. normal cleaning that disney always does because disney is is a notoriously clean park very clean uh but they apparently have disinfectant people walking around uh i assume they're being a bit more aggressive about wiping down tables and things between eating and you know so on and so forth um i i hate to say it but i i feel like it should have been this way all the time Parks are full of millions of people and we're all, we're kind of gross. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't tell you how many kids I've seen open mouth sneeze on tables and then have other people sit down at them and just eat at them. You know, like, yeah, it's, oh boy. it's just part of going to an amusement park. Yeah. And I lean on everything in a park because <laughs> you're tired and sweaty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's great that they're being more proactive about wiping things down and cleaning things. I think it makes good sense. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's just in Shanghai. At Disney Springs down in Florida, which is like their downtown Disney area, it's a like a giant outdoor shopping uh, yeah. event. Uh, yeah. They also are reopening tentatively on the 20th. They call it phase one, where they're having um, select things reopen. Yeah, it's basically like three restaurants. Right. And a third of the parking. And I'm not really sure. I mean, outside of just trying to get things moving again i'm not really sure what the benefit of that is maybe they're doing it kind of as a dry run to see what they can and can't i would do. imagine that's exactly what it is right mm-hmm. um because they the, like you said they're running at limited capacity limited parking and limited hours to to and i'm not quite sure how that's going to be regulated uh someone else pointed out that there is no turnstile to get into disney springs yeah. So I'm not 100% sure of how they're going to know how many people are actually physically in the space. Um, yeah. Besides having people stand at entrances and count, but then you're going to have lines of people. Mm-hmm. It's going to get crowded. Yeah. I'm not really sure what their plan here is. My guess would be that that's the reason for the control on the parking is that if you limit the amount of parking to very specific places that you'll be able to limit the amount of people going into the area in general sure and then at a certain point if it starts getting too busy then you just put up um because you couldn't even you i guess you could but create a line out waiting to get in but then you have another people another line waiting for people so that's crazy yeah so yeah i would assume that once the parking's full they just say parking's full and that will you know windle you know windle off the amount of people inside the area at a time if it becomes an issue but sure but i you know I hate to say it, but there are people that will park wherever and walk their way in anyway, you know, so just having their parking structures, you know, monitored yeah. won't stop a lot of people. So you could, um, you could figure out other ways in. Yeah. I'm just interested to see how this, this run go- goes. Um, yeah. Because not a lot of things are open um, and like I said before, I, d- I didn't think that Disney things would be near the first things that would be the op- to be, be reopening. Open. Uh, it seems like more of a luxury vacation type uh, thing to reopen. Yeah, to us. Right. Disney feels differently. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I actually looked that up and apparently Disney is losing around $500 million every two weeks that their parks are not open. I could see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a big, that's a big hit yeah, for sure. And I, I definitely sympathize for the people who should be working, who aren't making money. And I understand the need to reopen, uh, for those specific people. Yeah. Uh, I just, I was surprised that Disney was so early on in the, in terms of reopening a bit off topic on this one, but I did listen to the Disney earnings phone call that came out recently and it was just the, the most wonkiest thing to do and it's a full one hour and it was uh, very rehearsed and choreographed. Oh, I'm sure they're not letting anything slip. It was in correspondence with the earnings that had to be released at at a very specific time. And it was on that earnings phone call that they announced that Shanghai was going to be reopening. Mm. It was on that phone call. And so I think that was part partially a diversional attack. It was very strategic that they would do that. That's all to say that, Earnings were down $1.4 billion or something Ooh. in that effect um, for the 
period for the last quarter. Yeah. And it was really only two or three weeks of the time period mm. that was affected. So they're so they're like, yeah, this one's bad, but prepare yourself for the next one. Because right. it's going to be worse. Because the next one would have been like, what is it? March, April, May, June. Is that what it is? And officially, um, Disney World is not opening till July 1st, which would mean that's a full three months of closure for an entire business quarter. So they're going to be nothing but like zeros on some of those pages. And that's why we're all looking to Shanghai to see how their reopening goes, to see how it's managed, how it's maintained, uh, and see if uh, people are following the rules, uh, which... From what I saw, some people were not. Yeah, because I mean, and like, here's the thing, folks. Um, if you want Disney to re, if you're a Disney fan, and yeah. if you want the best for Disney, yeah. and if you want to continue to enjoy Disney, yeah. then you should re- enjoy it in the safest way possible. Yeah. So they don't have to shut back down again. Right. If we just went there and just willy nilly broke all the rules, then that's what the kids say, right? Well, yeah, the kids are all into the willy nilly lately. <laughs> then. They're going to be like, okay, well, this is obviously, we can't obviously do this. The only way that we can do this at all is if people are abiding by the rules. And yeah, again, I don't want you that close to me. How old man are we? We're like, (laughs) follow the rules. (laughs) If you want to go see pirates, follow the rules. Yeah. And I mean, but that's, that's the real, what it, that's the skinny that gets down to right there is that if we want the parks to remain open, we need to not have a horrific outbreak of a disease from people that went to the parks, mm. which means following the rules. Do right? you remember like last summer, somebody got like chicken pox there or something? What was it? Uh, I think it was measles. I think it was. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Something like that. Like one person got measles there and they're like measles outbreak at Disney and like the right. whole, like it was a huge thing. And like it was on every news thing and your grandparents called us to make sure we weren't there. Right. <laughs> get the measles like outbreak. i've been immunized immunized it's not <laughs> a thing but yeah i think i think that what we have to do as disney fans is yeah we all want to be back at disney we all especially after these last few months of right. being stuck at home and the last few months of no disney whatsoever all we want to do is get back in the parks and have fun again to, to have that continue to happen, that means we have to do our part to make sure that the parks are safe for everybody. Even if you're, you know, not worried about yourself getting sick, there are people there that could. Yeah. And you have to do your best to try to help them out too. So. Again, we yeah, we weren't even going to go to Disney during this time period and I've missed it. I Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, we didn't even have passes and I'm like, oh. Do you no know what Disney. we need right now though? We need some Disney We fix. need some Disney. That's what but, we need. We need yeah. the Disney store to open. We'll just go to the Disney store. Right. <laughs> I do say, though, that uh, thank goodness for our Disney fix, they did have the Disney sing-along last night, which was, again, oh, again, so cute. It's just, it's so, um, it was a, it's dumb in the best way possible. Like, it's just people singing songs, and it's like watching really badly made music videos. You know what I mean? Because it's just filmed in people's houses or with their computers. Based on what I've seen recently, it's pretty high quality. Well, <laughs> some people seem to have a production, but don't yeah. know where that came from. But they found it. <laughs> I was pretty stoked that they had the the Muppets on this one, though, because I love oh, the Muppets. You, you absolutely were excited about that. I was singing along. I was upstairs and I could hear you laughing, getting all ready <laughs> for it. And they did have a lot of the songs, the ones that I said. What about all these other songs? What about like Little Mermaid and Aladdin? And then. 
And then they were here. So it was official. I had to sing along. We had to sing. Mm -hmm. And our neighbors loved it, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was pretty fun. We did have it in the teens. Um, so as far as reopenings go, um, what park do you think that they will try to reopen first in Florida? In Florida. That is interesting. I mean, again, they were starting to accept reservations for June 1st, but they've now canceled all those and said July 1st. Okay. And so they're not allowing anything till July. Do you think they would open all four of them on the same day? Uh, no, I, I don't think that they could. Um, I think somebody else mentioned that they can't be running at full capacity um just uh -huh. for safety reasons so they're not going to open every restaurant every food cart they're not going to have every parade it's going to be a very uh soft opening you know what minimized. i mean minimized mm -hmm. yeah we experienced that even at panda express they took half the menu down oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh first world problems right there what? you go half the menu so, yeah gone? i mean obviously you would think that Magic Kingdom would be the first to open, right? Because it's like the legendary. The most popular. But I'm going to say um, Hollywood Studios. Wow, you think Hollywood Studios open? I first? think yes. You you want to you want to think? No, why? Because a couple things. One, I think that the entrance into Magic Kingdom is so horrifically convoluted it's so hard to manage yeah. like they're they could obviously do it they could stagger you same way that they're doing um shanghai disneyland they could do that but i think that's exactly what they would do is they would stagger you by putting fewer people on the boats and mm -hmm. only running the boats and to and from uh -huh. magic kingdom that way they can stagger the number of people good point. The front gate if you really want to be able to have a park that you can control magic kingdom yeah that is like a legendary park the only one in the world you could do it for right but then i but then hollywood studios because um uh, galaxy's edge opened there yeah. and it's such a huge push for them in 2020 uh -huh. that i think that that has a huge draw to it they already had a lot of their virtual queue system in place for that one mm. um they it is easier to get people in and out of that park easier i would imagine yeah there's um, a little bit less uh logistics involved i would think so yeah i feel like that one could be set up a little bit better potentially i'd have to think about it some more to see yeah. if i really am going to stick with that but what would you say magic kingdom uh yeah i think magic kingdom i think they will stagger the people being able to get to the front gate by limiting the amount of traffic going to the front gate um and then uh yeah it it helps them monitor the number of people and yeah, I think that's the only one I can think of that is set up that specific way. Next week, we might be in a um, emotional place that we can talk about Epcot. Yeah. It's been too emotional to even talk oh, about. Poor Epcot. <laughs> oh, dear. But uh, those, those are the openings thus far. We'll see how they go and see what it means for the rest of the company. But it's like I always say, if you want to go to a park, you should probably put on a mask. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>